Good morning and welcome to MorningEncouragement.com. My name is Glenn Seeper and you have landed on the most encouraging and uh, uplifting spot on the internet and it, it is great to uh, spend a little bit of time with you this morning. This is uh, an episode of Blogs to Go. Uh, it's kind of like a podcast, kind of not. I, I don't really know. I haven't really decided yet. Uh, but basically, if you don't have time to read whatever entry I post for the day, uh, you can listen to it right here as I kind of talk through some of the ideas that I present and um, you know accompany you on your journey throughout the day or throughout your morning or getting ready for work or on your break or whatever the case may be. So the title of this morning's entry is uh, How to Move to the Next Level in Your Life. And I'm starting to realize in my own life that when it comes to like my dreams and the things that I'm pursuing, what got me to this level is not the thing that is going to take me to the next level. Uh, For example, I'm not really 100% sure what God is going to do with this blog, MorningEncouragement.com. But He's definitely doing something. And uh, I realized what an impact it was making when one of my classmates at school, who uh, pastors a a relatively large church, said something to me along the lines of, uh, he was like, dude, Morning Encouragement is a ministry. And it's a powerful ministry. And that was funny to me because I never really thought of this as a ministry before, to be honest with you. I mean, churches, they're ministries, right? Charities, nonprofits, they're ministries. But morningencouragement.com, I don't know, I just kind of thought of it as some random blog on the internet that, you know, shared some positive stuff and challenged some people to be better followers of Jesus and kind of gave me an outlet to, to write and to get my ideas out of my head. But but a ministry, I mean, how did it get to this point? Well, it started about two and a half years ago uh, when I felt like God told me that during this season of my life, he wanted me to write. I didn't really know what that meant, so I journaled for a while. And then I started a Tumblr account so that I could share my thoughts and share my ideas with a wider audience of people and hopefully interact with them, you know, in some way about whatever material that I presented. And you can probably tell by all the graphics that I make and that I post that, that I like to create images to accompany uh, the writing. And I feel like it makes it stick a little bit better. You know, when you visually see something, uh, typically that uh, visual is going to stick in your brain more so than just something that you read, right? And so once people started sharing my uh, Tumblr post on Facebook, uh, more so than I I really imagined that they would, um, I moved the Tumblr account to morningencouragement.com. And during the first few months, I mean, we literally saw like thousands of people from all different parts of the world visit this website. It was kind of mind-boggling. And so I ended up blogging for like 500 days in a row, over a year, every single day. Uh, This is no joke. I am like psychotic, okay? Every single day, 500 days, I would be up, depending on when I had to go to work, at either 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, I just sit down at my desk and and write out a blog entry. And you can go way back in the archives of this blog, and you can find 
uh, some of those early ones or go to uh, even the Tumblr account, gsecret.tumblr.com, and you can dig way back and you can find some of those early uh, posts, about 500 days in a row. And, and then once I started school back in January, I took a break for a while, and, and then I came back to, to blogging, uh, I guess June or July, with two or three blogs a week. Um, then I, I post usually one from the archives as well every week, try to do a, a vlog or a video entry. Uh, we just pushed out a new ebook that I wrote um, you know, with my church, and uh, there's also now an app on the Apple App Store. If you go to the Apple App Store on your phone, search Morning Encouragement, uh, the coolest app in the world, uh, just saying, is going to pop up for you uh, to download. So I tell you this short history because, like I said before, I- I'm realizing that what God did in me to bring me to this point is not what he's going to use to bring me to the next level, whatever that next level may be. Now, I have some lofty goals. I've, I've got some crazy dreams, okay? But both of those things are are foggy at best. Uh, to let you into my inner world a little bit, uh, I hope to one day write a book. That's what I really want to do. Maybe more than one book. Maybe 5, 10, 15, or 20 books. I have no idea. But I want to write a book. Um, I love to make the Bible relevant to people. And so I envision my book or my books taking stories from the Bible and making them real for people, like maybe daily devotional books, or maybe just regular books with shorter chapters so they could be read quickly in, in short sittings, or, or maybe a mix of both. I don't know. Uh, the first one I'm, I'm really thinking about is uh, going off the story of of where Jesus and the disciples are in a boat in the middle of a storm, and Jesus is sleeping in the back of the boat. And I want to title the book something like, When, when God Sleeps Through Your Life or when God sleeps through your problems, or something like that. I think that would be really cool. So I'm excited about that, but that's something that I'm really thinking about, right? And, and But I do know that I want to make this stuff, whatever I create, I want to make it available to people online and uh, in paper, and I want to make it really interactive with social media, YouTube, Facebook Live, Snapchat, uh, stuff like that. And I want to make all of these resources, the books included, available to churches at a lesser price so that churches can have relevant and helpful resources available in bulk for their people, right? So I want this to be a real ministry, not only to, to the wider group of people, but also to the, the church as well. Then I want to travel to those churches, and I really want to share the messages of those books in the form of inspiring messages and sermons that are going to challenge people, encourage people, and, and make them feel loved by, by God. Now, those are some of my goals. And I'm realizing that in order to reach for those goals— I'm going to have to rely on more than what God did in me over these last couple of years to bring me to that point, right? Like, I can't rely on yesterday's anointing and expect that what God did in me yesterday is going to propel me into all that He has for me tomorrow, right? There's a need for what I would call fresh anointing, fresh empowerment from God to inspire me and fill me and push me into whatever He might have next for me in those foggy dreams that I have in, in my head. I feel like I lived off the momentum of this last season, you know, of blogging and writing for a while. I blogged those 500 days, came out with my first ebook, then there was a second ebook. Lots of people were impacted. Uh, I've got lots of stories about how morningencouragement.com has inspired people in their walk with God. I had one woman who was printing out blog entries every day and mailing them to people who are in prison. Right, so somehow my blog post made it into the hands of people 
who are in prison. I have another woman who's a, a counselor, and she now makes the app available to her people that she counsels uh, as a ministry to them to help them. Uh, just really weird stuff that God is doing, right? I've grown a lot myself. I've made new friends. I've made new connections. It's been great, but now it's time to seek God and what he might want to do next. Maybe it lines up with those foggy dreams or maybe something different. I don't know. What I do know, though, is that I need God's anointing today more than I needed it yesterday, and I'll need it even more tomorrow, uh, much more than I ever needed it before. Uh, In his book, The Anointing, R.T. Kendall talks about the danger of becoming a yesterday's man or a person who tries to rely on the fuel that God gave them uh, last season to carry them through the long journey and many winding roads of this journey. And this is a dangerous thing, he says, because what brought me to this point today is not necessarily uh, what is going to bring me to the next point uh, tomorrow. God is going to do something different. It's not going to be the same. I'm going to need uh, fresh and new uh, anointing. Uh, and you do too. Okay, The same is true for you. Uh, Moses, Moses did. I mean, think about it. Moses got into the palace of Pharaoh as a baby who was found in a basket along a river. Uh, you might remember the story. Pharaoh's daughter found him in a, as an Israelite infant, abandoned by his mother, uh, felt sorry for him, took him in, raised him as her own. Right? God's anointing clearly on this baby at a very, very young moment and gave him that in into the house of the most powerful man in the world at that time, Pharaoh. Uh, But when it came time for Moses to lead the people out of slavery in Egypt, and when it was time for him to approach Pharaoh with his demands, he needed a whole lot more than just the fact that he was an infant found by Pharaoh's daughter and raised in his palace. And so God uh, first took Moses out of Egypt, put him in the back end of a desert for 40 years, where he lived with his father-in-law, Jethro, and, and taught him how to shepherd sheep. Interesting, right? Now, one might say that shepherding sheep for 40 years was a waste of time. But, hear me out, only after leaving Egypt for 40 years and tending to his father-in-law's sheep was he ready to go back to Egypt, confront Pharaoh, and lead God's sheep, the nation of Israel, out of Egypt and into the Promised Land. Shepherding real sheep taught him and prepared him to shepherd God's sheep. And once God gave him the vision to march back into Egypt, confront Pharaoh, and demand that his people be released from, from slavery, fresh anointing for that task came. Fresh anointing. You see, rather than rely on what God did in Moses as an infant, Moses had to go on a 40-year journey with God to obtain new experiences, new understanding, and fresh anointing for this next season of his life. And so do you. And so do I. Are you a yesterday's man? Are you relying on what God did in your life yesterday to bring you to the next level today? Okay, for example, are you relying on, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get in your face now, okay? Are you relying on the fact that God hired, uh, you got hired at a job on the reference of someone else and now find yourself hoping that the same reference will get you the promotion that you want four or five years later. Okay, I've got a newsflash for you. The reference that got you hired five years ago is not going to get you the promotion that you want today. God's anointing got you the job, but now you need fresh anointing to get the promotion. And that anointing is only going to come as you work hard 
honor your bosses or your managers or whatever and consistently do the right thing at work day after day after day after day. If you're not willing to do that, you're not going to get the promotion. So get over it. Okay, you need fresh anointing. Another example, are you relying on the fact that your spouse, coming into your marriage now, okay, that your spouse fell in love with you 20 years ago, and now 20 years later, you expect that same love to be blazing even though you haven't had a decent conversation with him or her in over a year. Ouch, right? In other words, are you expecting the momentum of the love that you had for each other 20 years ago to carry you through this season of your life? Or are you actively pursuing new ways to fall in love with each other all over again? every single day? Do you still call your wife at lunch? Do you still leave him notes in his lunch bag? Do you still bring her home her favorite flowers or surprise him with his favorite dessert? You need fresh anointing in your marriage for this season of your life, but that anointing comes only when you both put in the work. Do you see what I mean? I mean are, are you following me? Right? I want to encourage you today to pursue God's anointing in your life for today. Don't just rely on the great things He did in you and through you yesterday to get you through this moment and into the next season of your life. Get on your knees if you have to and ask Him for fresh eyes, fresh revelation, fresh understanding as He longs to bring fresh anointing into your life. Like Moses, He might lead you into a seemingly pointless place for one Five, ten, forty years. He might take you far away from the thing that you think you ought to be involved in so that he can develop different qualities and characteristics in you that you'll need for the next leg of your journey. You might have to go back to school. That might mean working a mundane job. It might mean staying home to care for a loved one for a season. It might mean taking some side jobs to tune your, your craft. It might mean carving out extra time to pour into your dream. Whatever the case may be, however he chooses to do it, man, I pray that God anoints you right here, right now, in this very moment, with power from on high to, to charge head on into whatever it is that he has for your future, for your destiny. He is a good God, and he will make sure that you are prepared for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you so much for today. God, thank you for my friends who are listening to this. Thank you for their dreams, their desires. God, would you meet them today? God, would you give them fresh anointing for this moment, for this day, for this time? God, would you bring, would you do in them today all that you need to do in order to bring them into all that you have for them tomorrow? And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.